Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. The thing about high fantasy, with all its demons and kingdoms and palace intrigue, is that it's never just about those things, right? Like how American superhero fantasies come from fighting actual real-life Nazis. The lineage of fantasy and folklore in today's book stems from fighting imperialism. The book is called Song of Silver, Flame Like Night by author Amelie Wen Zhao. And it's about a young girl who has to learn the ancient magic of her people in order to do right by her conquered kingdom. And she talked to Hiranaz Kalani Saxena about how it was inspired not just by old Chinese mythology, but also by anti-Asian racism today. This message comes from NPR sponsor Live Right, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. So... In a few lines, can you give us a little bit of a tease of what this story is about? Absolutely. So Song of Silver, Flame Like Night is a Chinese Xinxia-inspired story of a girl in a fallen and conquered kingdom who believes the ancient magic of her people is dead until she meets a powerful young magician who tells her that the key to liberating their nation might lie in awakening the demons that sleep at its heart. And it is deeply and intimately inspired by the mythology, folklore, and history of China. And it pays homage to the rich legacy of Xinxia as well as Wuxia stories that form a lot of our cultural heritage. Yeah, I want, I want to ask you about that. Because I have to tell you, when I picked up this book, I, I honestly did think it would be, you know, another generic YA fantasy novel. But um, <laughs> I was really drawn in by how unique this narrative felt. And I do you think that's in part because of the genres that you mentioned, Tianxia? You know, what exactly is that and how did it shape the story you wanted to tell in this book? Yeah, absolutely. So Xianxia, I would describe as Chinese high fantasy, mythology and magic, and a common theme throughout the genre of Xianxia and its sibling genre, Wuxia, is a search for justice. So much of that genre centers around these legendary heroes who cultivate their power to fight evil and corrupt officials in service of the greater good and for the people. These genres, Xianxia and Wuxia, primarily arose from the people and the common folk, as opposed to being heavily influenced by the imperial class or nobility, which was much of literature back in the day. So interestingly enough, during several dynasties in Chinese history, these types of works were restricted because it was feared they stirred anti-imperial sentiment. You mentioned imperialism, and the book is heavily inspired by a really interesting chapter of history during what was known as China's Century of Humiliation, a period that began with the Opium Wars in 1839, after which Chinese land was annexed by Western and Japanese powers. Um, and in the foreword to the book, you write, Song of Silver, Flame Like Night is an interrogation of and a response to history. This is a tale of my heritage. Tell me a little bit more about what you meant by that. Absolutely. So I'm from China. I grew up in Beijing and some of my earliest and fondest childhood memories were of me perched on my grandmother's lap in her courtyard house, listening to the stories of her life. And my grandma was a war orphan who fled her home in Kaifeng, Henan to escape the invading Japanese forces. 
And that's when I realized that history is not so distant to us after all. It's a part of us. It lives and breathes through the generations of us and shapes who we are. Cost is at the center of this book. I mean, at its core, at least to me, the story feels like it's about the lengths people will go to reclaim power when it's taken from Mm -hmm. them. And what it costs them when they do take that power, when they seize that power. I mean, your characters make impossible and often reprehensible choices, many of which lead to bloodshed and destruction. You know, why why make that the theme, the center of this story? Because a lot of YA fantasy novels, you know, there's a pretty clear line between good and evil. But that line's really murky in, in this book. I think a lot of that draws from a philosophy of yin yang and uh, zhong yong, or the doctrine of the mean that we have in China, which is that there has to exist some form of balance um, instead of extremes and absolutes. So Song of Silver, Flame Like Night explores power and how that shapes our history and our culture and societies too little. And you fall to those with more power than you. And in this case, the external colonizers that Mm -hmm. came and conquered the land. But too much and it corrupts you because at some point you shift into seeking power for the sake of holding power at whatever the costs that may come with. Mm -hmm. Song is a book born out of your culture, your heritage, your family history, as you've talked about. What does it mean to you to, to get to put this story out into the world? Honestly, I started writing this during um, the pandemic. At the time, living in the U.S., we were also being exposed to a spate of anti-Asian rhetoric. And I just remember waking up every day to the news that people like me were being attacked in new and horrendous ways. And I felt just really angry and helpless. And so I wrote down two lines at the time. I wrote, she would no longer be the flower. She would become the blade. As Chinese people, we just we have such a rich cultural heritage and we're such a diverse group of peoples that have really come through and persevered through the tides and turns of history. So I wrote this book not only to empower us, but to celebrate us. And as a Chinese author, I think it's my duty to commemorate the spirit of my people and to remind us that in dark times, so long as we live on and carry our legacy, there's going to be hope. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's author Amelie Wen Zhao. Her new fantasy novel, Song of Silver, Flame Like Night, is out now. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.